What's up, you guys? This is episode 43 of the Why Not You podcast, and today we're going over working with your partner. Hashtag couple goals. Oh my gosh. So let's get into it. Uh, you know, just give you a little bit of background. Roxy and I have been building our, uh, you know, transformation coaching business for 10 years now together. Like, girl, that's a minute. That's a minute. It's a hot minute. So, uh, you know, we've learned a few things and we do a lot of stuff together. You know, we raise our daughter together. We build our business together. We work out together. Like this girl's always around when I'm doing me. Uh, so I guess that's <laughs> And a- you love it. <laughs> I the do. The minute I tried to run away. I do. Oh the minute my gosh. I tried to run away, he was over Girl. here crying. Oh, oh my, my gosh. gosh. <laughs> you being so dramatic on the podcast. <laughs> Y'all want us to hear that story? Oh my gosh. Do they want to hear the story of how we ended up Girl, together? this is a podcast about growth. We don't need to hear all that. <laughs> they maybe want to hear that. Girl. You know people. So let's get into it. So we've got five points yep. about working together. And uh, point number one. Is going to be wanting to. Yeah. Because not everybody wants to. Not everybody wants to work with their partner. Right. Some people are like, how are you guys together all the time? And mm-hmm. you're not sick of each other. Yeah. Uh, I think, number one, the desire to, to spend time, to be together, to build something together. And for me, one of the reasons I wanted to is, you know, I couldn't really see building a solid marriage on only the couple hours after work, the gym and dinner. Like that would really just leave you with like 30 minutes to an hour, maybe two hours max uh, to build a solid relationship. I feel like it would be so hard to have a lot of things in common. Uh, And I just thought that a solid relationship would need more time than that little bit after work, you know, and stuff like that. What about for you? Why did you want to work together? Um, I think for me, it was just something that I was looking forward to. I've just, uh, you know, I had seen people, um, some like people in my family that did like do like real estate and things like that together. And they worked as a family. And I also saw like how that kind of like brought them closer. Um, so I was just like, okay, this seems like cool. And then also like my mom and my stepdad, um, they kind of relatively work together. Like she does like, you know, the calls and all that stuff. And then he does the other stuff. So it's kind of like, okay, I guess. Right. Um, so yeah, it was just something I was open to. Yeah. And I think it's really crucial because it's not the normal, right? The normal is when you go into, you know, your work, they go into their work, you guys talk after, and that's kind of how it is. And you usually don't share the same world. And if you remember when we first got together, we still had jobs yeah. like I was a, I was a waitress yep. um you know and Aubrey at the time you physical were therapist. physical therapy mm-hmm. and so I remember like whenever we I would have to go to work like for me one of the things I, I used to dislike so much was like for example when I would be scheduled on on Sundays and if you remember I would have to work Sunday brunches and it's just like I wanted to be home with you you and know. I was I was living life to the fullest, lounging at home, and she was mad. <laughs> you ever have your partner be mad at you because you live in life? It's like, girl, are you supposed to be happy? <laughs> Whatever. Uh, but yeah, so I think one of the great things is, you know, it is more effort because you got to work together and have a relationship together, having those boundaries. But also there's a lot of fun in it because you share common goals, you like grow together, you get to have more of a world together. So I think that's great. So number one is wanting to. Number two is personal strength. So this is going to be really crucial because like kind of like a team, right? Let's take a basketball team. Not everybody's going to be the center. Not everybody's going to be grabbing rebounds, blocking shots, right? There's some people that are going to be better at dribbling the ball 
passing, shooting. Everybody has things they're I'm naturally stronger. Those. Not at all. But <laughs> so like Roxy's good at certain things and I'm good at certain things naturally. It doesn't mean that we can't do all the things. A center can still shoot technically, but what do they do good, right? So for example, Roxy's good really at social media. She's great at visuals. She's great at sharing her story, talking, keeping up relationships on social media. And uh, that's not really my strength, right? My strength uh, is not being super talkative, right? I know that's kind of ironic because we are on a podcast, but I'm not the super talkative stories every day kind of person. Uh, and Roxy is better at kind of like seeing what people's vision is going to be through a story. What's attractive? What's a good way to share a vi uh, like a, a story on a social media platform? Meaning like, you know, the buildup of beginning before starting and end. And for me, and I'm I a little bit better also, at the technical. Yeah. And I think also in what we do, right, you're so good at like the technical stuff, the like structure, the like, hey, let's go ahead and have this call. Let's go over your goals. Let's go ahead and strategize. Well, for me, like also, I feel like I'm just better at like being people's friend in, in a sense. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, like connecting with people on like, you know, just a little bit more one on one without so much. Yeah. Sometimes you're going to have people that are better at people skills and some people that are better at technical skills. Some people that are going to be better at numbers and some people are going to be better at visuals. Mm -hmm. uh, you're going to have some people better, you know, uh, with events and some people better with promotion. It's like really sitting down instead of you and your partner trying to do everything and all do it all. Like really sitting down, what we did is we sat down and we said, hey, what are you good at? What am I good at? What do we want to take responsibility for? That's really key. Like, what am I going to take on? That's going to, I'm going to own it. I'm going to make sure it gets done. I'm going to make sure I have the skills to do it. I'm going to make sure it gets done well and consistently. And what are you willing to take on, take responsibility for, make sure it gets done, done well and consistently. And really, that's what really helped us, right? And sit down and for your business or for your goal, Name out every responsibility there is. For example, uh, we're in a coaching business. So for example, we need social media content. We need uh, client communication. We need trainings for our team of coaches. We need results. We need great results. Uh, we need you know community workout structure. We need like all these things. And we sat down and we said, okay, this is what I'll take care of. I got this. And this is what you can take care of. She, mm -hmm. she took hers. And then we stuck to it. And, and took responsibility. And now, too, that we became parents, though, some roles have shifted. Yeah. So what happens as a baby came in, right, Ma uh, Marley, our daughter, was needed a little bit more of mom's time, right? Breastfeeding in the beginning, sleeping at night, things like that. So Roxy took on a little bit heavier of a baby responsibility, and then I shifted into a little bit more of the business responsibilities. And you kind of, like, shift while you're doing it. And really, that's crucial because there's going to be times when, you know, it's going to shift. And do you want to kind of talk about that time? Like, what helped you during that shift? And like, how did we make that time work? Because Marley is just about to turn one. So it was an interesting first year. Yeah, I think for me, though, I'm going to like, if I could be honest, so it wasn't the easiest of shifts, right? Because a lot of my identity <clears throat> and my worth came from like doing stuff. It came from, you know, like my work. You know, so in the very beginning, it was not easy, but the more conversations, you know, that Aubrey and I had, it was just kind of like, okay, like this is where I am needed. And just because 
I am, you know, momming a lot more, it doesn't mean that my value is any less, mm-hmm. you know? And I think that's something like I've struggled, you know? And still there's there's times where that little voice comes in, you know? And it's just like, it feels as if like, almost like I sometimes have to put a pause on things because mm-hmm. I'm like, oh my gosh, like I can't do X, Y, Z because of Marley. And not that she's an excuse, you know? But p- another part of me is like, I don't want to like have my have Marley in childcare, mm-hmm. you know? So for me, that's not, it's not an option. Like, you know, people can be like, oh, well, you know, like somebody else can take care of her. And like, for me, that's not the option and that's not what I want. So therefore that's why for me, it's just like, sometimes like, I'm like, I want to do certain things, but then another big part of me is just like, I want to be a mom so hard, you mm-hmm. know? So then from there, it's just like finding like, uh, like almost like a medium, like, okay, I, I can still do, you know, social media. I can still do, you know, content. I can still go to the gym. I can still get great results. I can still build great relationships. Like there's still a lot of things that I can do while being a mom. Mm-hmm. And I think really that's going to be crucial is understanding that there's going to be uh, investments in different yeah. areas and understanding that that's what it takes and mm-hmm. also the reason why you're doing those investments. Like there will be times where, you know, Marley would need more attention or, you know, our children need more attention. But remembering that that was a part of the reason we started our business in the first place Yeah, was and, to be able to have that. And But I think also one thing that's key, right, is just that, for example, like just like Aubrey mentioned, like just like he had to take on more of the load of like our business because I was, you know, being a mom is just like knowing that, like, you know, we share responsibilities and we each are great at our own things because we have different strengths, but that doesn't also mean that we can't both like handle it all, handle it all. Uh You know, like if, if Aubrey, let's say he had to like, I don't know, go somewhere and not be able to do certain things, like I can do it, Mm -hmm. you know? So I think that's also important that like, Yes, you each have your individual strengths, but then also knowing that like you can do it too if you had to. Yeah, and then even like for me as a dad, it's important that I'm there doing hands-on dad stuff, right? Changing diapers, you know, taking care of Marley when she's grumpy, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, making food if she needs to eat. Like it might not be things that typically like for me growing up, right? Males, I didn't see really do that. Males were usually the provider. So they were out at work and the woman would, you know, take care of the children. But, you know, times have changed. And to be honest, I want to be a part of that process too. Am I as heavy, intense, hands-on as Roxy? No. But that's because I'm also taking heavy, intense, hands-on with the business and what makes sense for me to take heavy, hands-on, intense with the baby. And then Roxy does the same thing just in a reverse, right? She's still hands-on in the business, but more hands-on with the baby and then how it makes sense with the journey day by day because it changes. Mm-hmm. At every time, uh, you know, children take different amounts of hands-on. Like we want to homeschool. So that's going to be another journey, right, where we're figuring out, you know, what's the best way to educate? What's that going to look like? Stuff like that, it'll be a whole nother journey. So that was number two, personal strengths. Number three is going to be we versus me. And this was a big thing for us, right, that we had to work on. <laughs> this girl laughing. So we versus me basically means that we put uh, the family's goals ahead of our individual goals. And why do you think this was such a big thing for us? I don't know, but in the beginning... You weren't an only child. That's crazy. I was for a while. Yeah, um, maybe because I wasn't an only child. I don't know. But this is something that I did struggle with, I feel like, especially when we lived in LA. Yeah. That's where our like arguments would come from. 
Um, but like now I, I'm all for the we. Um, but I don't know why I struggled. I guess this is another podcast, you know, but I'm not sure why I struggled so much like with that, with that like we. It's funny because just the other day I, I realized why I hoard clothes and I was just like, oh, this is why. But I haven't identified the why. Why do you hoard clothes? We just got rid of so many clothes to, to like clear Two up Two bags of clothes. Heavy, so, heavy, heavy. Yeah. And I still have more to go through. That's crazy. Um, I was telling Aubrey, I was like, I, I think I've identified the reason why hoard clothes. There was a time where like I didn't have like a bunch of clothes, right? Um, there was a time where like with my parents, like we didn't like necessarily have a home. Um, so we lived out of the car. So therefore it was kind of like very like, you know, scarce amount of clothes. And with all the moving that we always di- did, like I just didn't have a whole lot of clothes. So um, even up until like I was in my 20s and stuff like that, I didn't have a whole lot of clothes. So I think that because of that, it's kind of like once I get clothes, I'm just like I have this hard thing of like getting rid of it because of the not having yeah. um, for a bit kind of thing. So so, yeah, but, you know, I'm, I've gotten rid of a lot of stuff, stuff uh, that I was rip. just like. But it was stuff I needed to get rid of. Aubrey's like, you could still wear it. I'm like, no, because like I've changed. My style oh my has gosh. changed. Like I'm an evolved person that like I even just like putting it on, it wouldn't feel like me anymore. And I'm sure ladies, you can relate. Oh my God. Um, you know, we evolve. So yeah. Yeah. So I think the biggest thing with me versus we is like sometimes you're going to get to put the family ahead of yourself. Uh, and I think a big part of that is maturity right? Maturation, uh, growing to understand it's more than just about you. Just for example, right? When you're young and it's really on your time, I would love to be in the gym for an hour, hour and a half, maybe play some basketball, hit the sauna, right? Be there for a while. But then when you, you know, add in responsibilities, you know, now that I'm a dad, right? The workout's got to be 40 minutes and the workout might happen at the house, at our house gym, because of the, the commute time doesn't even make sense, mm-hmm. right? And if it was all about me, it'd be like, well, no, I need my long workout and I need my great workout clothes and I need, you know, to be at the nicest facility where it's like, you know what, if the family comes first, right? You need to be healthy, you need to be functional, uh, but you need to make it work. Little things like that are, are kind of like what I've seen as I've matured is like, you're gonna, have, you're gonna get to put the family first uh, when it's needed. And then you get to take self-care and self-love and all that stuff. But a part of maturity, I think, is understanding that there, there's things bigger than you that need your effort, attention, and priority. Yep. Uh, number four is common goals. So this is good. Mm-hmm. What, are, what do you think uh, has helped us having uh, common goals or when did that come about? Mm, I, think, I think early on. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think so even more so like the last couple of years, like just really getting like like talking about like what is it that we want like what kind of home we want to live in what kind of income do we want to make what kind of uh people and you know do we want to be for our family and type of like that Mm -hmm. i feel like has really helped and that's where i believe also like the we versus me helps even more because now when you're really clear on the you know on the common goals and it's easy to not be so much about me and yeah. what i want you know it's rather like no we we have this vision and because we have this vision and we have these goals like this is what we have to do um you know like for us like currently like it's like having you know another home 
moving into another house, right? Um, getting my, my mom out here and being able to, you know, provide and support them a lot more, being able to support and, and provide more for your dad. So it's just like all of these things that like we're, we've talked about. And I think that's the biggest thing, like communication. Yeah. And getting aligned on the family goals, uh, that's some uh, boiled eggs, right? We'll have to get the protein snack in. About to hit that up. Goals. Hashtag. But one of the things I think is really, really important is making making it common to both parties. Because if you guys have goals that, you know, if I don't know her goals, she doesn't know my goals, and we don't have family goals, it's kind of like, then what are we doing all this stuff for? Mm-hmm. Because working together is only going to work if we're working together towards things in alignment. Like... Your efforts are going towards it. My efforts are going towards it. Your sacrifices are going towards it. My sacrifices are going towards it, right? This might come down to like, you know, maybe one partner has debt, right? You got to clear that debt. It's not one person's debt. It's the family's debt. One partner might have, you know, to take on some odd jobs, some extra side hustles. That's not one person. It's for the family. One person might have to do some research and learn some skills that is for accumulating or getting something that the family wants as a family goal. That's not just one person's thing. It's like it's a part of the whole puzzle towards the bigger common goal of like a team going for a championship, right? Uh, A point guard might be working on their dribbling, and that's because that's what the point guard can do well, but that's still for the main goal of the championship. And I think that's really key to understand is that aligning the goals with the actions of each individual helps make the bigger picture possible. And then the last one is going to be the 51% mentality. What does that mean, girl? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> instead of 50 50 right naturally we're selfish people yeah. this is something that we 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 learned from a couple i do you remember how long they've been together uh over like probably 30 years now like yeah. they were in the high 20s they were in the high 20s um we had a uh, lunch with this couple and they're very very successful um and one of the things that he said, you know, in order for marriage to work, it has, it can't be 50-50. It has to be 51% because naturally we are selfish, you know. So going that extra mile, you know, mm-hmm. for the little things, you yep. know, it's kind of like, oh, like, I, don't, I, don't, I, I can't even think of an example right now. Can Just you? think of whatever I do. Please. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that's really key because if we always think what's fair, uh, I think when that couple mm-hmm. said that, that makes sense. We're naturally selfish, right? Yeah. Survival and all that. So what we think is fair probably isn't 50-50. So when we Perfect do a little example. bit extra. Yesterday, we were at the club. Uh-huh. Uh, at our protein bar. At our, at our protein bar, right? And we had somebody come in. Mm-hmm. Do you remember? We had somebody come in, and then the truck was open. The trunk was open. Yeah. And then, you know, I could have waited for Aubrey to go get the stroller, to go get the backpack, to go get the stuff. But I thought to myself, hey, he's taking care of this customer. I'm strong and able. Yes, so you are. I went. You'd be and, deadlifting and squatting all this weight. <laughs> so, so like I went and did it. You know. So that's like that was my fifty-one percent in that moment, right? Aubrey's looking at me crazy. <laughs> like I didn't do that. <laughs> it's just that's. I was giving an example. I, I feel you. I feel you. I feel let's, you. Let's see. Go, go ahead and give me an example of your fifty-one percent. Because mine is like super fresh. Like yesterday, this happened yesterday. I don't know. So I'm showing you my 51%. Grabbing the stroller for your daughter is 51%. No, no, no. It wasn't just the stroller. It was your backpack. Oh, my God. (laughs) It was your backpack. That your your computer was in. (laughs) 
Yeah, but typically you always and our lunch and the lunch bag that your lunch was right, in as well. But typically, got it. You always grab that stuff. Yes. So that was my fifty-one percent. I like it. Hey, okay. you got to make it work. Yeah, uh, you do. We're waiting for so yours. So my example is when I I'm the one that does majority of the dishes, about ninety percent. So that's not even fifty-one percent. Um, like I just did the dishes right here at lunchtime. Yeah, and I and I put them away this morning. On, that was once, and I put them no. away, too. See, you got to work on this 51% no. stuff. No. See, yeah. it's so funny. He's so funny. Okay, let's see. Give me another 51% because uh, that's not even a good one. Yeah, it is. No. Uh, this morning, taking Marley out, changing her diaper, feeding her, taking her for morning so Roxy could get some oh, of the rest. Oh, did you just say, though, that was your backpack? That No, our backpack because it had my computer. Yeah. That's your daughter. I know. Our. But the end part was so you could get some rest because she was up last night. Oh, my God. Mm. Mm. Things that make you say, hmm. <laughs> I think that's where we're going to leave this one on. Uh, but hopefully you guys got value. Make sure no, you subscribe to the podcast. Now, 51%. 51% is crucial. It's a partnership. And it's, you know, you want to invest that extra 1% is for the investment for the future. It's kind of like Jim Rohn says. You want to do more. Uh, that you get paid for because that's an investment in your future. You want to do more than you think is your part in a, in, a, in a partnership because that's how you invest in the future, right? So thanks for listening. Hope you guys are sharing this. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast. Leave us a rating. It super, super helps us. Let us know what your favorite part is. Uh, Let us know if y'all want to hear about that, uh, how we met. Yeah, how, how we met. You know how I was almost the one that got away. Yeah. And let us know what the topics you'd like to hear about. Uh, make sure you reshare us. Uh, on Instagram, Roxy's pages at roxy.mind.body. Our couple pages at rox, rox.and.aubs, rocks and off. So definitely share us, uh, share what your takeaways were. We appreciate you. And let us know what you want to hear about. Let's get it. Episode 43, the Why Not You podcast. Peace out.